Every week, Mike and I get together to do this for one reason and one reason only, and that's to give Ryan and Stephanie date night material. But this week, we're going to ruin Ryan and Stephanie's date light by saying Phil's name as many times as we can <laughs> this week on Top 5 for Fighting, because those are the episodes Phil likes the most. Love it. We're going to talk about it this week on Top 5 for Fighting. Dozens and dozens of years, decades of years. Decades of years. That's... First of all, first of all... Give spoilers. Okay, we are are going to talk about spoilers That would have been a huge dick move. Get the Charmin. Greg's going to shit on something. Tell you what's going on. There's a bunch of monkeys looking like they're fucking a coconut. Literally, anything in the goddamn fridge. Two hours later, you've got a Haitian mudslide going on, and then it's just... You're like, why did I do this? Here we go. I, he's I got really, that look on his face really like he's getting ready to punch this, a baby. Yeah, this this movie was a bag of dicks for me. He used to run through the house <laughs> just hauling ass. Nothing but underwear. Hauling naked, ass too. underwear, hauling ass. I'm going to have me some fun. I'm going to have me some fun. What's up, brother? Happy 4th of July. Um, happy 4th. Happy draft day. Happy Friday Eve. Happy it's almost the weekend. Yeah, it's been a couple weeks. I apologize. I've been under the weather and working my ass off and, you know, the usual bullshit. It happens. I hope everybody had a safe, safe and happy fourth. Oh, my God. I got the hiccups all of a sudden. Still? Still drunk, apparently, huh? Yeah. You're loud. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I've earned it a little bit, right? Fuck it. Get after it. Let hell, it rip. Hell yeah. So how was your fourth? Why not? Uh, it was a lot of fun. We had some unexpected guests over the weekend. Um, surprised me with Ryan and Stephanie coming into town, so we hung out with them all weekend and just uh, just had a pretty fun, laid-back time. Nice. That's... On Sunday, my stomach hurt so bad from laughing on Saturday, um, <laughs> as always happens when Ryan's around. Uh, we just have a great time together. They're super fun people. Yeah, he's a nut. Yeah, Phil Eddie. Um, which so, is why we're for, which is why we're friends. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Because he come he comes to visit. Oh, oh shit! Score one for Ryan. There you go, Ryan. There's some date date night material right there. Why the hell can I say date night tonight? Holy shit! That's like the fifth time I've blown it. Because you're still drunk. Damn it, man! I guess and I applaud and I applaud that. I guess. Holy crap! Yeah, mine was mine was pretty mild. I spent most of mine under the weather, so. Yeah, that was disappointing, but I, I, I hated that I get to see Ryan. But you know, if he'd give a brother a heads up, I could get sick uh, a week earlier. I had no idea either. I had no heads up. They they kept it from me the entire time. I didn't find out till um what the night before. Nice. So I mean, it, the night before, a couple days before, because I kept pressing to make other plans, and she's trying to tell me no without telling me. So. It was tricky. Did they stay with you guys? No, they got a hotel down in Clearwater. So, I mean, it's it's a classic snowbird mistake. Right right around the corner from me, and I still couldn't see him. Yeah, no, literally downtown on the beach. So, what's that uh, big pile of shit on the TV that I'm looking at? What is that? It looks like a Batman. Oh, oh, yeah. All right. I'm surprised. So, Greg and I are sitting here with beers watching the NHL draft. We figured we'd do this. I'm surprised that giant schlong doesn't have on a fucking. Black Cox jersey. Yeah, they are letting him have it, and it is awesome. Just awesome. 
barely letting him talk, and you I love it. You see, there was a trade already today. Yeah, Chicago. Um, who'd they give up? They, I can't remember who they gave up. Um, DeBrincat. Bunch of picks. They gave up DeBrincat for two picks. Two picks and um, number nine and number twenty-seven, and I think a a twenty twenty-three third rounder or something. Which I mean, if you guys, if you guys aren't aren't hockey fans, I totally get it. The draft is, it's not quite the same because they come from so many different places. You know, they come from the Canadian League, and then they come from college, and then they come from all over the place. I'm currently watching Mike uh, do something with uh, Loki here because it looks like Loki tore something up. Darth Vader. Oh, he knocked Darth Vader over. Loki. You better be dick careful. Move, you dog. might get you might get your ass thrown out in the pond with the gator for that. That's a dick move, dog. All right, I'm at least, back. At least I'm he didn't chew on it. Did you hear what I said? Yeah, I was listening. They come they come from yeah, they come from so many different places, so it's really hard to know exactly who people are gonna pick and where they're gonna pick them from. It's it's a lot different than than basketball or football. Yeah, and it's honestly like I don't know or really care about who they take it's just funny see reading it's fun to read the reactions and the from the people who know saying this is good or bad like yeah. when the wings took cider last year nobody saw that coming and then what's he do he wins the calder this year for rookie of the year so actually two years ago wasn't it that they took him um yeah they drafted him two years ago but um he played them he played know, in the khl for a year the minors for a year nobody you know, expected him, you know, n- nobody knew they were going to draft him. Then ends up being rookie of the year this year. So apparently the guy knows what he's doing. Yeah. That's pretty incredible. So it's just, and it's fun. The biggest thing for me to watch this is I'm hoping for trades. Yeah. Like something exciting move, thing yeah. to happen and, and the wings are picking eighth. So it's not like I have to stay up. I mean, late right. to watch this. Right. Oh, also Phil. Well, I figured it'd be fun to do this while we watch it. Phil Eddie. Just wanted to say that real quick. Phil Eddie. Phil Eddie. So, um, yeah, I mean, I got, I got no problem with it. We, we, we typically would try and do something like this as a Patreon episode, but because we're behind and you know work and everything, so and it works out that our that our list this week was hockey related. So yeah, I felt it was appropriate. So perfect, perfect, perfect. So uh, what do you got? All right, for PlayStation owners, this is big. This is big. You can close that if you need to. So. We had talked about this a couple weeks ago and before we had all the details and stuff. So from day one, PlayStation has always had PlayStation Plus. So, you know, with the PS3, it was free to play online. PS4 came around. Um, You know, then we had to start paying for it, which it wasn't a lot. So now with the PS5, the PlayStation Plus in general has been changed. You can still keep the bottom tier, which you have now, which was the basic, I don't know, what was it, 60 bucks a year? Yeah, fifty nine ninety nine. It was it was reasonable, and in the in the server is great. That the service is great. Um, there's no problem with the you know online playing or anything like that, unless you're playing a shitty game. Um, but then they changed it to where there's three tiers, and what I did is I got online and I looked. I upgraded to the highest tier. There's only three tiers, so it's not like it's a massive jump. The highest tier, if you were to get it starting out fresh, is 119 bucks a year. Yes. Which, again, not crazy, but the games that you get to play that are included are all like top tier $70 release games. Well, the way, the way that I looked at it was 
it's not really 119 because you have to pay the 60. Mm-hmm. You have you have to have PS Plus to eat to get online. Correct. So go ahead and take that out. You're going to pay that anyway. So technically, it's 59.99 so a year. When I went to go do that, because I had already paid for a year, all I had to do was pay the difference between what I've already paid and what. The, so I ended up basically upgrading for like 20 bucks. For yeah, for the it, remaining for the remaining year time that I have left, right? But like with that, mine upgrades in August. So for me to upgrade or renew, so for me to upgrade right now, my top tier costs nine dollars. I think. I I cannot stress this enough. It is incredibly worth it. And there's one game in general that I have not stopped playing, and that's called Returnal. If you've seen Prometheus, it has a very heavy Prometheus feel to it. All right. And the premise of the game is incredible because dying is part of the game. Really? Which is, it's, it's one of those things where you have to play it to really know what I'm talking about. But like, if you're playing this game, which they have maps, there's six or seven levels to the game and they're called biomes, which is each lead. Each biome is a, is a level, a map. And there's a boss and all that stuff. So, um, when you die, the map changes. It gets reconstructed. You lose all your weapons, but you can still get them back. Um, it and I, the graphics alone. This get to to upgrade to play this game alone. I think it was worth it. Like playing this, and that brings me to another point with this. With the top tier games that are coming out, you get a two hour demo of that game. So let's say this game was a brand new game, like just came out. You could play a two-hour demo to see if you're going to like it, and you can either just keep playing it on the PlayStation Plus service or go out and buy the game. And I'll tell you right now, this game probably worth a hundred bucks. If you were to pay hundred bucks for this game, you would not be disappointed. I'm just using that as a number. Damn. Just to, I guess, describe my point on how much this game yeah. is a lot of fun, and it's called Returnal. I cannot recommend this game enough. I'll look it up. One of the things that I noticed was... Um, you can play co-op on it, too, just like Outriders, just oh, so you know. sweet. Sweet. Yeah. One of the things I noticed was, uh, Phil Eddy, was that um, <laughs> we... Um, the third tier has... It's basically the biggest upgrade for the third tier that I saw was the classic games. There are... If yes. You, if you are into retro games at all, like PlayStation 3, PlayStation 2, there is a ton of games that you really can't get anymore that that membership gets you for free to play now and i can't a come metric up with a bunch ass of ton i can't come up with a bunch of them off the top of my head but i know that um crash bandicoot was one of them i think ratchet and clank was one of them there was the a, resident evil games all yeah shit all shit ton of the resident evil games yep so i i hadn't put much effort into looking into it but i did look at it last night and it was I mean, it's fifty bucks a year difference, fifty or sixty bucks a year. So, I mean, right. you're gonna you're gonna spend that. That's so you so you drop one coke a week. That's it. Not one rail of coke, just one coke. coke just coke, one Coca Cola. Yeah, Coca. Literally. Yeah. Original. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, that was uh that was quite a find last night. I found something that was pretty cool in there. They they have a bunch of. I've always liked the Warhammer universe. Uh, it's heard of it it's you know it's sci-fi and stuff I've, I've read a lot of those books they have almost and the and the company that owns them is called games workshop 
but they've put out okay. several of those games uh, for Warhammer and such, and they had like four of them on there last night. That I'm like, okay, I would give this a whirl because it's free at this point, right? Sure. Why the hell not? Nice. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited for you. To, like, did you already upgrade or no? I didn't. I, I know okay. that I'm not going to get to play for the next couple weeks. So. Right. When you do, we have. I mean, th- this game is number one on the list, and you- you'll see it's it's all sci-fi. But like, there's aliens and. The, there's just the, the graphics on the PS5 on this uh, playing on my TV, like jaw dropping. It, it was the the best looking PS5 game I've played next to Ghost of Tsushima. Um, can't say enough about it. It's it's awesome. Highly recommend it. Worth every penny. All right. So here it is, right here. Returnal, digital deluxe edition. Wow, it's an eighty dollar game. Yep, worth every goddamn penny. Released April 30th of last year. Yep. To me, the two games that feel like next-gen console games are Ghost of Tsushima and this game. It says it's a one-player game. It is, but there's co- they added co-op. Supports up to two online players with PS Plus. All right, nice. Okay. So if you're if you're stuck, you can host a game. I can jump in and help you advance in the game. Like Outriders. I won't get any progress. You will, but you can jump on and help each other, and I think that's awesome. That is awesome. Well, I'd like to find a game that you'd play with me because um, every time that I jump on to play something, you're always busy and such. So, Well, I'd, I'd like you to find a job where you have time to play on a regular <laughs> basis. So there's that. Hey, you know what I have to say to that? Phil Eddie. You're right. Phil so, Eddie. um <laughs> Yes. Um. Uh. Shit. What was I gonna talk? What was I gonna say? I can't remember. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it a whirl because I think I'm gonna upgrade. I think I'm gonna upgrade. So, uh, you know, just make at some point. Make that the first game that you download. Fair enough. So the first pick of the draft has more J's in his name than he does E's. Lots of consonants in that name. Juraz Slavkovsky. I wonder if he's been hanging out with Brittany Griner the last couple of weeks. I'm kidding. He's no, from, he's he, from Finland. He's, he's, he's from actually Finland. a smart athlete. Yeah, he's from Finland. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Um, I watched a couple of movies. About time. What'd you watch? Well, I was, we'll start off with uh, Multiverse, Doctor Strange, and Multiverse of Madness. Okay, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I will say that. Spoiler alert! I was a little sad and disappointed because I didn't realize that Wanda was the bad bad guy. I hope I, I hope there's a redemption arc because you know you kind of rooted so hard for her and all the shit that she went through with Thanos and all that stuff. Um, but I mean, I get it. I understand it. With her, I'm okay with that because the whole grief. I, I get that. Like grief can change a person obviously and that was her whole story th- going through the uh infinity war and Endgame and all that stuff with vision but yeah marvel needs to just let bad guys be bad guys I agree. like thanos yeah I agree. stop redeeming everybody not everybody has to be redeemed as a villain in a goddamn movie 
can we let bad guys be bad guys like well i'll say freaking emperor like mall there like, was I mean, so many good things about the multiverse of madness first of all oh i i, I totally enjoyed they, i loved it they called it a horror movie i would not call it a horror movie it could was, have been though and i would have loved if, to have seen that if movie. they would have gone far enough for it to be a horror movie it could have been but they didn't because of the kids and that's fine i understand it it, it did have a darker feel than all the movies for sure for sure two yes. things number one I had a hard time buying the my kids story because she never actually had kids. Yeah, but if you're that grief stricken and you can hold on to that by just making that, I I totally bought it and I and I totally understand it. But the second part to it is that I know that that Scarlet Witch is super powerful. Yeah. But if she was that powerful, why didn't she do what she did in this movie to Thanos? Um, she wasn't aware of how strong she was. I, I, I don't, okay. I'm a little different. I don't need okay. all that stuff to make sense. I do. But throughout, if you look at her character as the movies went on, she got stronger. So it, to me, that fits fine. I had no problem with that. All right. I'm not, I'm not going to say don't watch it. I'm not going to say it's a bad movie. I'm not going to say it ruined it. That was just, that was basically it. That was the only thing I came away with. Dude, there, there were so many funny things in that movie, and there were so many good things and so many Easter eggs. Um, this better open up the floodgates for the new content. It better open up the floodgates for Fantastic Four, for the mutants, for for things where we have different Spider-Mans. Did I read it wrong, or did I see that Andrew Garfield has signed on for another trilogy? Yes, I read that. Um, and it sure looked official, and if that's the case... And it's going to be through Sony, of course, and I'm I'm all for it because I loved his Spider-Man too, <coughs> loved it. I, I liked his Spider-Man. I did. I I did not like the way that they handled the bad guys. I think they wasted Electro. I think they wasted Lizard Man. Yeah. But but the movies were were good. I, I didn't. I I two was two to me was a three. Amazing two was like Spider Man three because they just they were just trying to do too much and they they wasted some stuff but it wasn't like I didn't like it or anything. Uh, so the other movie that I got and we'll just go right into Greg's um, classic movie review, and even though it's not a classic, I um, love your classics. Yeah, my classics are like three weeks old. <laughs> HL, and then uh, we had uh, movies. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just writing stuff down so I can do the show notes. Um, classic movie review. Um, I watched <laughs> Dune. Finally. Yeah, finally. Movie that you should have seen in Dolby, but I digress. The Devils picked a defenseman. <coughs> really? I haven't gotten there yet. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll stop. No, it's. I don't. It doesn't matter to me until the Wings pick. I think personally. It was a really good movie, and I did read the book, and I I saw the original movie, and I don't remember the original movie because it was a long time ago, and I only saw it once because the original movie is very slow. I only have one problem with this movie. I think right. they made this movie in two parts. They should have made it in three parts, and hear me out before you tell me no. No, I wasn't going to tell you no. I know. But hear me out, Phil Eddie. Hear me out. So the part that they ended it, where they, when they ended it, this movie, I understand it because I get what they're doing and where they're going. 
and it's it's totally okay with me. I would have liked to have seen a little bit more development of the couple of different houses that were involved, but not like to the point that it dragged the movie down like 15 minutes or 20 minutes. I would have liked to have seen some of the battles between the Harkonnen and the sand oh, and the sand people. I, I agree. I would have like in the beginning they're like oh they're here and they keep getting their ass kicked by day. I would have liked to see that develop a little bit more. I would have loved to see 20 or 25 minutes of Harkonnen taking over a tri- House of Tridays. And I, I don't I don't need more I need a Ryan little just bit. texted me. He said that you can't say sand people. That's racist. Okay, good enough. Um, so the sand people, I would like to see how they... Um, <laughs> Phil just texted me and he said, that's bullshit. Say it all day long. All day long. You got to feel. F.U. Ryan is what he said. You know what I mean? I, I, I thought everything they get did it. was so good, but we don't really have any idea as of right now about the development of what's going on there or why it's happening. And I think that because it was such a visually heavy, graphically stunning movie that they really missed out on all the people that they introduced us to died in that invasion in like 30 seconds. We have no idea. We didn't see any of the fighting, any of the weapons. I thought they could have... Listen, if you can make three movies out of The Hobbit, you can make three movies out of Dune. I don't think it's going to stop at two movies, Greg. I mean, it made a boatload of money for the original. It's already very anticipated for the sequel. And I did read whether it's true or not, that you'll see a lot more of the Harkonnens in the, in the next movie. Well, you definitely will because the Harkonnens come to Ericus and but, but, but people, and I get that there's a lot, a long way they can go, but there's like eight or nine or ten of these Dune books that yeah. he wrote. We haven't even gotten to the end of the first one. Yeah, so this movie covered the first half of the first book. Correct. And when I heard that, I'm like, I yes. just I just figured that there's so much that they could have done, especially because there was like a handful of things that just came out of nowhere. And you're like, are you not going to explain that to us? Or because if you didn't read the book, you didn't really understand it. It didn't ruin it for me. And it was really good. It was a really good movie. Visually, that's one of the most beautiful movies I've ever seen. It was incredible. You really missed out on the sound, too. No, the I, sound had, I had the, it turned way up. The have, okay. I mean, it's the same. It, oh, it, def- it definitely is. It definitely is. <laughs> yeah, that that was a spleen-shaking movie in Dolby, I'll tell you that. I'll bet it was. I'll it was it incredible. Was. Really looking forward to the next one, which comes out, if I remember correctly, late late toward the end of 2023. So I'm looking forward to that. 2023? I believe so. End of 2023, possibly early 2023. I'd have to go back and look it up. All right. Uh, if you guys haven't seen it and you like science fiction movies, this is a good one. I mean, it, it really is. It, it it's it's true to the book, um, and it's not. It, there's a lot of stuff that happened in this movie that they couldn't do back in 1984 when they made this movie. They they just couldn't do it. It was like the Clone Wars or or uh, Phantom Menace. They just couldn't do it in 1977. This movie, the body shields were awesome. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Very cool. And, very and, well and, done. And, and and true to the source material, which I like. Very. Very, very cool. No. So I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I, I it was, it was a great watch. Well done. Thanks. What are you really going to watch next? I don't know. What should I watch next? I keep forgetting what I've told you to watch because I've told you to watch so many things. I'll have to go back and think about it. 
Well, the ones that you were pushing on me were uh, blended. Oh. Excuse me, blended and um, uh, blended and uh, inglorious bastards and this. Okay. I have, have to a, go back and look and see. I I know that there was a couple other ones, but I have a list somewhere. I have no idea. I'll find it. I'll find a list. You know, want to know why? Because I'm badass. Pretty much badass. Yeah. I am. Um, keeping with the hockey theme, and I know you haven't had to watch it. In fact, I'm going to put tell you to watch this at the top of your list. So we can talk about it next week. The Detroit Colorado Avalanche documentary on ESPN. Yeah, I'm not watching that shit. Holy shit. For I, for hockey fans in general, it's going to be a great watch. But for fans of D, either Detroit or Colorado that lived through that whole thing, that whole rivalry, it it is it's amazing. And it's ESPN does such a good good job with their documentaries. This one is no exception. Yeah, Interviews 30, with all the players involved. Thirty on thirty um, is great. Just the candid interviews with you know, not. No punches pulled when it comes to their thoughts and their opinions on stuff. Um, it was just, it was incredibly well done. I, again, as a hockey fan, I don't, I can't recommend this one enough either. Super good. Great rivalry. It was a great rivalry. Heated. There's actually a book that you can get that it's a written, uh, one of the sports writers, I think, in Colorado wrote the book and it's called Blood Feud. I haven't read it, obviously, but. Um, it's on Amazon. It doesn't look like it's a super long book or anything like that, but I've heard a lot of good things about that as well. Do you know so. what has happened the previous two times that the Colorado Avalanche have won the Stanley Cup? Uh, the Wings have won the year after? Yep. Yep. Don't see that happening, but... I was going to say, looking forward to breaking that trend. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Crazier things have happened. Uh, yes, they, they certainly, certainly have. I mean, Colorado turned it around in a matter of, what, three years? Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, they have. They are uh, good team. I mean, congratulations to, win, to them winning that uh, Stanley Cup. It hurts as a, as a Lightning fan. Lightning were beat to shit. Um, it's not an excuse. It's part of the game. Um, right, it, especially it, in hockey. Yeah, it's, it's part of the game. Um, whenever it says, well, we would have beat you if we were healthy, but, but you weren't. Um, and it's hockey. Nobody's healthy. Exactly. Uh, Tampa was 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 beat up bad, uh, but you still can't take away uh, how good Colorado was. As 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 beat up as beat up as Tampa was, it was still a damn tight, damn close series. Uh, but congratulations to the to the Avalanche. I mean, fuck yeah, the Avalanche because awesome. I don't like them. But it was a great, it was a good series. Yeah, after watching the documentary, yeah, fuck Colorado. I hope we do take Cowdery from them. I hope they lose everybody. Somebody will take him from him because somebody's going to pay because Colorado's up against it as far as money goes. Yep, for sure. I mean, they're going to let and their, the Red Wings are not. They're going to let their they're awesome. going to let their goalie go for God's sakes. I, I mean, second year in a row. How do you do that? Yeah, that's crazy. All right, crazy. All right, so that was my classic um, movie review and a Stanley Cup wrap up. All right, so let's just get to the bag. I like the bag. That's right. Um, don't have too much this week because there's really not that much shit going on. Um, Excuse me. Damn. Couple movies. The man, the man from Toronto is out on Netflix. I haven't watched it yet, but um, it is out. I did see that it's like obviously in the like top ten for views already. James watched it. 
<coughs> Who did? James. And? It was okay. It's a Netflix movie. Yeah, he said it was okay. But it's got but it's got um Kevin Hart and Woody Harrelson. I'm all in. Yep. He said Even if it's okay, it's going to I'm it's going to be great. It's, you know it's going to be funny and that's all that matters. He said he wasn't angry that he watched it, but it wasn't something that he'll make sure that he queues up to watch again immediately. And in fairness too, James is kind of tough on movies like you are. No, James is no, 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 no. James is more along the lines of you with movies. Okay. Yeah, he 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 definitely is. Well, all right then. Um, Thor, of course, comes out tonight. We're waiting. Why aren't we there? Richards, I forgot. We're waiting on Richard's review of it. Um, he's at. He's there, seeing it right now. Is so he I, really? As uh, much yeah, as he, yeah. As much as he dislikes the Thor movies, and he went and saw it on opening night. I am anxiously awaiting for him to shit all over it later, which is what I'm expecting. Um, we're going tomorrow night. Dylan flies in tomorrow. He's coming home tomorrow at noon, and we've the whole family for the first time in a long time is going to a movie together tomorrow night. So, looking forward to seeing that. Um, there's another movie coming out on Netflix this month called The Gray Man, with Chris Evans as the villain, and uh, the Notebook guy is in it as well. I've seen the advertisement for it. It looks um, pretty good. Looks good. I'll watch it, and then also. Lastly, um, Amazon Prime series with Chris Pratt, Terminal List series, and they dropped all the episodes at once. So good for them. Yeah, that's oh, wait, I take that back. I do have one last thing. My daughter and I, and apparently everybody else in the world, watched Stranger Things, the, the last two episodes, which is a total of about four and a half hours. Season four of Stranger Things is probably the best season of TV I've seen in any series in history. I'll say it. All right. The writing, the story, the way this series ties the last three season together and how things come up. I, these two guys, the the Duffy brothers that, that write stranger things need to be doing movies when stranger things is done. There's one more season in 2024. Um, so I'm expecting that series to that season to be massive as well. But, uh, yes, if you've watched Stranger Things and you're a fan of it, you know what I'm talking about. But, goddamn, season four was incredible. Fantastic. Um, and that's it. That's all I got. Uh, I have a couple things. I noticed that uh, the new Ghostbusters movie will be released uh, December 20th of 2023. So the end of the year next year. Yep. Okay. Yep. It'll be interesting to see which direction they go with that story-wise. They're taking it back to New York. Which they set up in the bonus yep. scene. Yep. Um, but Hey, I mean, after that last movie, I have no reason to doubt that it's going to be fantastic because it's in the right hands. Yeah, I mean, I, you heard what I said about it. It was great. I was disappointed that it wasn't more like Ghostbusters. It was more like Stranger Things. But it was it was it was still a yeah. damn, it was still a damn good movie. I mean, shit! One of the Stranger Things kids was in it. Yes, yeah. So that was uh that was solid. So uh yeah, nice. Yeah, you need to start watching that. Wait, there's trades. Yeah, somebody just got traded. They're booing the piss out of Batman right now. It looks like Seattle's on the clock now. Seattle. Kirby Doc got traded. Oof. All right. 
Who got traded? Kirby Doc. Who's that? Kirby Dak. Doc. I don't know how to pronounce it right. So Seattle's on the clock at number four, and I got four picks to go before Detroit picks. Or a big trade happens. All right. And okay. the top center in the draft is still available. So let's see. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, so that's all I had for the week. Did you have anything else? Not really. With It, it was kind of a slow week. I, I, I worked a lot and um, when it obviously wasn't feeling good over fourth. And right. um, I don't have anything super special. So um, I got – how about we take a break and then we'll try a surprise something here in just a second. That works. We can do that. All right. Be right back. Be right back. Okay, we're back. So I mentioned Yeah. Something. Huh? I said, yeah, we are. I mentioned something special. Let's see if it works. A little treaty treat. Oh, shit. The suspense is killing me. The suspense is whether he answers or not. Basically. You know he's not going to answer. I told him we were recording tonight. You know he's not going to answer. Probably not. You know what you should do? Call Ryan. Oh, I'm going to. If if he doesn't answer, call Ryan. (laughs) I mean, this episode's not exactly going to be a world beater, but I mean... The wireless customer you are calling is not available. Please try again later. Phil, the you nerve. motherfucker. The nerve of him. Whoa, 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 whoa. Was that Spanish? Phil, is your phone cursing at me? Government workers. Uh, Government workers. Canadians send Alexander Roman off to Islanders for 13 pick. Wow. All right. Crazy. Are you calling Ryan? I am. Fantastic. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Chances he answers? Zero. 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 Hello? Ryan. What? Yes, sir. Hey, buddy. What are you doing? Talking to Phil? You're... You're... <laughs> you're, you're, you're just uh, just so the know, just recorded this this uh, phone call may be recorded uh, f- uh, for training purposes, uh, oh, and, and and to release to the world. Oh boy! <laughs> oh dear! What's up, dude? Hey, How are you? Man. I'm you good. Doing? You got you got 15 minutes. Um, sure, I can try to carve out for you. Are you gonna Are you gonna try and carve it out for me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I was in the middle of something, but no, no worries. What's What's going on? What you guys got? Oh, is it Is it podcast day? I'm assuming. Yes, it is. Ah, where you at, Phil? Well, we, we tried to call that worthless fuck, and he didn't answer. You know, I've learned a long time ago, Gregory, that, <laughs> you know, you only can count on your true friends. Right? Yep. To be sick when you're in town. <laughs> to be sick when you're in town. That's right. Dude, if you'd have given me the heads up, I would have gotten the Rona two weeks ago. <laughs> well, I'm sorry you're... I'm sorry you're feeling bad. I'm sorry it's taking you so long. Was it just the uh, I don't know gunk? Just, just a cold, yeah. Just yeah, cough you and can hear it. Yeah, yeah I I have a, I have a hard time sleeping because I'm coughing while I'm sleeping and everything. But sure, 
But we just wanted to um, shows really light this week, and we just figured we'd give the world a little bit of Ryan Joseph because you know what the oh, world needs? Goodness. The world what, needs that? the world needs a little bit of Ryan Joseph. It needs a little bit of laughter. Everyone just needs well, to take a deep breath, relax, <laughs> and just you know be thankful for what they have. But Ryan, every time I take a deep breath, I choke on the lack of ozone layer. Well, so what am I that, supposed you to know, do? Unless, unless of course you're battling the new some new variant of something, then at the same time, load yourself up with some vitamins. The Megatron variant. That that that's what he got. Hey hey Phil. Or, uh, oh, shit. Hey, Ryan. Phil oh, must have... Wow. Right? Wow. I, he's wow. probably going to hang up on us now, Mike. Wow. I was going to make fun of Phil. That's why I said, that's why I said it. So, <laughs> so, Phil... Love you, Phil. His phone literally said, not available, and then started cursing at me in Spanish. What's that about? You know, I, he, he might have downloaded a new software update and not realized what he did. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> He usually, he's he's the guy who always accepts the terms and conditions without reading them, you know, when you download something. So to be to be fair, he probably didn't realize we've all been there. Yeah. Yeah. You know those government phones, they got all kinds of weird tracking and shit on it. But the difference between the three of us is that we're actually able to read the terms and conditions. This is true. Phil this just has true. to click the box just, you know, for lack of options. Phil usually asks it to be mailed to him, and you know we you know it. We we know what happens, and then he never gets them, and then he never receives them. <laughs> Holy shit! So, did you guys have a good trip, man? We did. We had a great trip. Weather was blatant, you know, hot, warm, but you know it was very, very nice. Actually, there was a lot of rain this weekend. You know, we lucked out. It was we lucked out because everywhere we went and whatever we were doing, it didn't rain. Um, so we, uh, our timing must have been really perfect. So no complaints. It was a great weekend. Got to spend it with friends. Celebrated America's birthday. I mean, come on. We Beautiful. were thankful for what we had. It was a great time. I mean, that's, I mean, that, that truly is what good friends do. They travel to see each other. That was, uh, brutal. That was rough. Can he not hear me? Would they pick? Uh, Coder Gauthier, left wing. That was Did, uh, uh, can Ryan not hear me? Ryan, can you hear Mike? No, I can't hear Mike at all. Oh, okay, J- just let him know because I said what real friends do, they do travel to see each other. Oh, shit, you can't hear Mike. That's all right. Uh, no, that's not good at all. Uh, that's very no. odd. That's uh, all right. you, you, you can always relay the message. I thought that you would get the audio there because um, I cannot hear him at, at all. Well, that sucks. Just pause it, Greg, see if you can figure out. All right. Well, um, all right. So we're going to go ahead and abort this uh, a sec- session of. Uh, <laughs> hold on just a, hold on just a second, guys, and uh, we'll be right back. Well, the signal's being sent by the post office, so it, it's going to take a while to get there. Bam. Well, um, technical difficulties. Uh, apparently, Dick-a-fulties. there's different settings that you have to use for a call-in for everybody on the Zoom to be able to hear it. So hopefully I'm going to work that out, and we'll get that figured out next week or so. Um, anyway, that was our friend Ryan uh, from Michigan, who's a stand-up dude. Uh, love him very much. Uh, I got to thank Mike a hundred percent for bringing him into my life. Um, duh. Yeah. 
fact, right? Uh, it's all I, it, it's what I do, Greg. That's true. That is true. Um, <laughs> I watched uh, a couple of things on TV this past weekend. Uh, I wanted to throw out there. I watched um, on Paramount Plus. They have a bunch of South Park specials. I watched the yes. South. I watched the South Park streaming episode. <laughs> it wasn't good. It's it's just Cartman. In I've only watched the first half an hour because I something came up and I had to turn it off. It's just Cartman begging his mom to get fake boobs so she can marry a, a rich guy so he can move out of the hot dog house. Yeah, or hot dog van. Now that I, it's, it's got seriously funny moments, but the show yes. overall was like, okay, we get that you're political, but and and you make statements, but this one was really. Dude, the ending, I looked around the living room and I said, it's over? It was really odd. Really yeah. odd. But Well, they're, they have a contract for so many of these specials, so yes. I'm, I, that may add a little bit of pressure to it. And I mean, who knows? But I, Cartman is just, well, God, he's Cartman's a damn, he, he's the show anyway when it gets right down to it. He always he has been. Truly is. Yeah. Without Cartman, the show's not nearly as funny. Yeah. Um, so good. And uh, I got to be honest with you, a um, a, a guilty pleasure. Uh, been watching a little bit of Gordon Ramsay on Kitchen Nightmares and Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> All right. I, I I don't know why I like it, but I love watching him call people donkeys and donuts. It's it's it cracks I, me up. I have found myself watching a couple of videos of him on YouTube, um, watching other people cook stuff, and him giving commentary. Watching the video is pretty entertaining. He's pretty funny because he's not being a blatant asshole or anything like that. He's like, he's just so animated and like, oh my god, what are you do? Oh wait, that actually looks good. Um, like he's it's yeah. he's very animated both ways, and it's it's pretty entertaining. And they're like three four minute videos, so they're, they're like easy to watch. One um, of one of the things that just about him that a lot of people they get upset because of the way he acts. Um, he's an, a really stellar dude, like. Does a lot of stuff for people, helps out a lot of people. He just has extremely high expectations in his kitchens, and also it's right. it's it's hyped up a little bit because of Fox. But he does. Well, a he's lot. a character now too, exactly. so it's. I mean, does a lot of stuff. But I was just kind of. But the videos that I've seen of him, like doing that stuff, when he's not acting like that, like he's pretty entertaining. He's a pretty funny guy when he's he doing those. But yeah, it's uh, you'll have to watch some of those. They're they're pretty good. All right. I hate to say it, but I don't think I have anything else new to talk about this week unless you just want to bullshit. No, I mean, we can go. We can get to our list. All right. This list was your idea. Mind. Why don't you introduce it? All right. Well, as we sit here watching the draft, um, waiting for Detroit to pick after the Black Cox, they are next. I figured they'll probably pick a new Zamboni. And also, what's that? They'll probably pick a new Zamboni. Probably. Um, with fantasy season right around the corner and the NHL draft happening. And, you know, of course, the Lightning just just ended their season against the Avalanche and everything like that. I figured let's, if we had to start an NHL teams, which five players would you take to start your franchise? Not necessarily kids, but not necessarily all all-stars either. 
Like if if I had to start a franchise right now with five players and a goalie, I figured that'd be a fun list. I agree for hockey fans. I for, agree. For, for hockey for hockey fans, which I am a massive hockey fan. Chicago's so that's how fan. I came up with this list. I'll let you see it. I thought it was a great idea. Um, <laughs> I actually went a little deep on this now. So we so are we doing five players and a goalie? Well, I mean, I did. can we just? Can we just both agree that Vasilevsky is the goalie that you take to start a franchise? Yeah, right that's now? basically what I was going to say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, I will tell that, you this. When that's it an came, old brainer. When it came down to picking Vasilevsky, I look at Chesterkin as well. Chesterkin? Yeah. And the guy is going to be, I think, legendary. He's going to be a stud goalie. But it's not a homer pick. I had to give it to Vasi over the body of work. I took Vassy because he's proven. Exactly. The body of work Shush- speaks for itself. Shusterkin Sturkin is a, a could be. Agreed. He could he phenomenal could have, year. Could have a couple Won of years. Won the best, obviously, disappear. but yeah. um he, he could be the next Vassy, but I mean I just I pick Vassy because of, he's proven. And you when you put him on the ice, you don't have to worry about him. Typically in series clinching games, he's he's a beast. It's just too exactly. much this year. Just too much. Uh, so I had no, I had no problem making him the number one goalie yeah, on either. the on the planet right now. Me either. Um, All looks right. like uh, the Blackhawks picked a defenseman. Yeah. All right. Do you want to go first? Or what... or you want me to go first? <coughs> you can go first. All right. Uh, my first one. Uh, it's probably a homer pick, and I know that you've probably got him on your team too. But I could not take him. One, because of his age, two, because of his size, and three, because of his ability on the ice, was Mo Sider. I don't see uh, how I don't see how you don't have a defenseman that has great plus minus on a shitty team and a great shot. The, the guy plays amazing defensive hockey, and he can put the puck in the net. Yes, of course, he is on my team, um, and not... It, yes, it is a homer pick, but he was the Calder Cup winner or the the, the Calder Trophy winner as Rookie of the Year in his second year. Um, on a, on being, a, and don't take this the wrong way. On a not good team. No, no, I, on a rebuilding team. Yeah, it wasn't like he stepped in on a team that went to the third round of the playoffs. He was on a team that was not good, and they I just take didn't that compete. back. He he won Rookie of the Year obviously in his first year. So because he's a rookie, obviously, yes. But, um, He's the best young defenseman in the game, and I don't even think that's a, a debate. I don't um, either. His size, his puck awareness, his ability to play in the power play, his ability to, to kill penalties, and not only that, his ability to just fucking destroy people is so fun to watch. And he's a kid, and he is a massive kid, and he's extremely good. So, yeah, I put him on defense, obviously, as what one of my first two-line defensemen to build a franchise. So we both agree on that. Agreed. Did you um <laughs> did you see what Ryan just texted? Yes. Well, why don't you go ahead and read that J- just to give everyone a little taste. This is this is the the nuggets that we get every day that if we had the money would be the greatest television show in the history of television. You guys remember that one time Phil pretended to be a huge all cap supporter of the podcast but doesn't answer the calls? Yeah, me too. <laughs> I wish there was all oh, the pick is in for Detroit. Um, I wish there was a way to share this thread or our text because it is fantastic. 
Um, okay, your next player. So we'll just go with Cider first. Okay, so yeah. my second player, I went with another defenseman, and I didn't really know much about him until the playoffs this year, and that is Kale McCarr from Detroit, from a Colorado. Yep. This guy is going to be a legend if he continues to play the way he's playing right now. He He's a defenseman for Colorado, and my God, just deadly. Deadly yeah. and scary and fast for a defenseman. Super, super fast. Great shot. Yep. Great, great vision. He's just that guy that you look at that that I would say, man, I, how did people not see him? Yeah. Uh, there was a couple. I had a couple names crossed off, but my, the, the other defenseman that I landed on was Roman Yossi out of, Nash, out of Nashville. I mean, he's leads. He's third overall in ice time in the league. Dude never stops skating. He just always seems to be there when he needs to be. Um, literally, can you know change a game j- just when he when he's when he's skating and he has a good night. I mean, he is very very tough to beat back there. Um, so yeah, I had to have Roman Yossi for sure. Good enough. Uh, I'm gonna get this pick out of the way. And this isn't a homer pick. It's just something that I've observed by watching him play. I it's think a homer pick. I think that if you have a team and you have the ability to have Nikita Kucherov on it, you got to have him. I, I don't. I don't know hockey the way you do, and I have not watched hockey as long as you have watched. But so I'm no, sorry, it's I'm it's smart. I I'm sorry, I paused. Pause. They just picked a the the, the they just picked. So, um, what do you think they the picked? The legend is at the mic. Yep. So they've got. Uh, I'm gonna vamp for just a second while you see the pick, and then you can tell me what you think about it. Vamp, vamp, vamp. center. They needed a center, and he's from Sweden. Iserman is building a Swedish empire, is what he's doing. There are so many Swedes on this team now, and uh, yeah. And someone they have scouting over in Sweden, little guy by the name of Nicholas Lidstrom. So I mean, you know, he he may be able to recognize talent. Yep, guy looks good. I mean, you needed a center, but so there you go. We won't see him play anytime Five soon. Five or six years. <laughs> I mean, he's Jesus. He's eighteen, six foot one, hundred eighty three pounds. Right. Center. Um, it looks like his shot goes about three hundred miles an hour. That's needed for sure. Yeah, we'll see. All right. So back All at right. Nikita Kucherov, the, the the two things that he possesses to me are, number one, is the vision that he has. He always knows, to me, he seems to know where everybody is on the ice. Actually, he has three things. He, he just, it's the passes that he makes when you're like, as watching the game, you can't even see that guy. Between the legs, behind the back, from behind the net. The, the absolute calmness that this guy exudes he never rushes what he's trying to do when he's driving the net it's never like oh i better hurry up it's just like "Ah, i'll get there i'll get there you guys see what i'm doing it 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 always impresses me how when you think he should have shot or passed he'll wait a second and then the next thing you know is he's passing for an assist or shooting for a goal and the third thing is the third thing is is how he plays at both ends the defense that he plays as a forward, 
just impresses the hell out of me. It just absolutely, yeah. it's mind-boggling. He's a superstar. He, he He's really a superstar. Is. He really He's is. He's an elite player, and it makes sense. Um, I went with Nathan McKinnon from Colorado because I because he's got the as far as rocket skates on as far as building a franchise like he's that that guy's going to be around for a long time yeah, he's, he's going to be a star for a long time so I, I i picked mckinnon at right wing and i will tell you what um i had him on my list and he got bumped right at the last minute like when i decided who i wanted because of why i wanted him he was up there what a st- i mean just look at what I he mean, did in, in the playoffs in the past 3 years he's third overall in the nhl with uh, 289 points. Third overall in the league. That's, crazy. Uh, that's pretty good. That's crazy. And plus, he's fast as shit. So fast. He has. Yeah. He has on two pairs of the Wiley uh, Coyote rocket skates. For sure. Who you got next? Um, I have uh, David Pasternak. So do I. Pasta, as they say up in wow. Boston. Yeah. I. His his playmaking ability is just scary. It really, really is. His shot is like he doesn't have a massively hard slap shot, but it's 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 like a he's a sniper. I mean it. it but he also he also runs the power play extremely well. Very very good. His vision on the power play is yeah. amazing. That's uh, a that's a good point. Very good. I mean, point. He had he had twenty power play goals. Um, his stats have done nothing but go straight up in the past three years. He had 95 points in 70 games. Uh, th- there's nothing that you can say about Pasternak that hasn't already been said. Correct. And I hate saying it because he's a Boston player, but the, the guy is just amazing. Yeah. So, he, I, I mean, I definitely, that was a no-brainer as well. Agreed. Faux show. Okay, so my last player, um, and this will make um, friend of the show Aaron uh, Slavic happy, is Kirill Kaprizov. Yeah, from uh, Minnesota. Minnesota, eh? Minnesota. So smooth, great vision, amazing shot, uh, has the ability to move the puck very well. Um, I just, I like everything about his game. And he's young, which was the big reason that I, that I, that I decided to put him on my list. Yeah, you have, I mean, obviously, again, just a, bring it up because I'm a huge fan of him. You look at what Detroit's doing. He's doing the same thing they did with Tampa. you got to start with the youth, but there comes a point where you have to mix in some veteran talent, yep. which obviously Tampa's a prime example of having both. Um, not necessarily right now because th- their team's been established for a few years, but that's how you rebuild the front. That's how Eisenman rebuilt Tampa, and that, that's what he's doing with Detroit fact, right now. And it's He also hit with a couple of, of later round picks. I mean, Vassy late in the first round, Kucherov in the second round, Hedman, yeah, Point, yeah. Brad so. Point, yeah, um, yeah. You gotta have you gotta have the youth. You gotta have the the, the veteran guys there, and you gotta have the guys that are willing to be team players. There's lots yeah. of guys, lots of guys on a lot of teams out there that are not making the monster money that they probably could be making somewhere else, but they're there because they believe in what's going on and because they they want to be team players. So it's fun to watch. Agreed. Um, so yeah, that I mean, that was a fun list. Something we had to do, and football's right around the corner. So I'm sure that we will do the same thing with football. Probably, similar, probably next week. 
fantasy football is coming up. So, I mean, I'm sure we'll start talking about that madness, which I can't wait for. Um, yeah, it'll be, uh, fo- this is the last month of the year where there's no football. So that's, just, that's correct. Make that let you sleep soundly at night. You know, having said that, I did forget there is something that I wanted to talk about that we didn't talk about. So let's give it five or 10 minutes. Okay, fair wow. enough. Wow, college football realignment. <clears throat> it's it's one of those things that's weird because like what the Big Ten is doing, I love it, but I hate it. And I, it's just like you feel dirty because it's just so over-the-top different from what we're used to. But at the same time, if we're going to get to see USC play the in the Big Ten, like – UCLA, which I, it, it's it's cool, but at the same time, it's like those were Rose Bowl opponent teams uh, on occasion forever. Forever, and and now Since we've it's, been alive. Yeah, and it's going to be um, since the thirties. I mean, it's uh, it's it's crazy what's happening, but we all knew it was going in this direction. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. You see a lot of the old traditional people that are just bla- blasting it and they're pissed about it. And this isn't college football, blah, blah, blah. I, I say you're looking at it all wrong. You're going to get the best teams playing against the best teams. If we could just get, get rid of Rutgers and Maryland and add these teams, then I, you know, it would be much better. Obviously, they're not going to be able to get rid of those door, doormat teams, but um, – we're going to see some really good matchups in, in these conferences that are just growing huge. Like today, I mean, I still don't know whether that tweet was um, real or a joke. It's real. About Florida State, it's Clemson, real. and stuff trying to join the SEC. It's real. I, I'd love that move. The SEC and the Big Ten, to me right now, are the two best conferences in football. Well, there are a lot of people out there that are saying that this isn't college football. And I will have to say that I do agree with him because for a hundred years, we've been looking at, you know, Notre Dame versus USC in the Rose Bowl, or excuse me, Michigan versus USC in the Rose Bowl, and and the SEC up and coming in Texas and Oklahoma and stuff like that. Um, but <clears throat> two, two years ago, college football died. Col- college football, as we knew it as kids, died. Now, let me, let me clarify that. It, right. It's it's not what it used to be. It's not about having a coach that can put kids into a system uh, that fits them best. It's not about a coach that can do the best with his talents. It is now about um, the, the the college that has the most money to pay players. That's that's what it is, and 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 that's what it is. It doesn't matter if you like it. You, you don't have to like it, but but that's what it is. You you may not like who your state representative is, but he is your state representative. Money is going to be the factor in college football now, <coughs> hands down forever and ever. Uh, this last Behind the year, scenes, it always has been. It has been, but it's been you've had to be to really smart and, and low-key about it. Now it's literally about, hey, well, hey, uh, kid just signed with the University of Miami, a, a five-star quarterback from California. Uh, Florida offered him eleven million dollar NIL contract. He turned it down to take a nine and a half million dollar NIL contract with the University of Miami. So this kid's eighteen years old. 
never played it down to college football, and he's already worth $9.5 million. The social ramifications be damned. You can take that and throw it out the window because this is a fact of life. This is going to happen. So now what we have is it's legitimately going to be these schools now have to do what they can do and go where they can go to make the most money so that they can pay these kids this money. And that is going to be super deal mega conference TV rights. So there is a legitimate chance that by the 23 or 24 season, you're going to have the Big Ten with 20 teams in it and the SEC with 20 teams in it. The tweet that you talked about, you didn't know if it was real. The tweet you saw said that the SEC is courting FSU, Clemson, Miami, and Virginia. Um, and I literally thought me. it was a joke. Excuse like, me. like I, I thought it was getting to be where that's going to be the yep. new fun joke. Excuse me. It was Clemson, uh, FSU, North Carolina, and Virginia. Sports Illustrated reported a half hour later that it is legitimately FSU, Miami, Clemson, and North Carolina. And that makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense because all four of those schools are academic schools to a point, right. and they're all multi-sports schools. So you have North Carolina bringing their basketball. You have Florida State bringing their baseball. You have Miami bringing football and, and baseball and, and basketball. basketball. Uh, so it's going to be about what they can do to make the most money. And, and as of right now, college football, as we knew it as kids, is dead. Technically, it's been dead for the last 10 years because we didn't get to get up on New Year's Day and watch 15 bowl games. But um, you'll pro- still get to. It's just not going to be the same. The big I, I, I will say right now that until the NIL is dead, you will never see a team like Cincinnati in the final four of the playoff. Because <laughs> Cincinnati can't compete with Alabama and, and Tennessee and Ohio and Ohio State and Michigan and and, and, and all of those schools that have this big money, they're going to get the stud players now because they need to be on TV. That was the thing that ESPN did for all those schools like Cincinnati and Ohio, Miami of Ohio, was they actually put those schools on TV. In the early 90s, those teams got contracts, so you could have someone like Roethlisberger say, well, I can go to Miami of Ohio because now I'll be on TV and people will see me and it will help escalate my NFL draft status. Now, what we're looking at, you're going to look at all these kids go to these schools that are these five-star recruits. Alabama's going to have five running backs show up. One guy's going to beat out four of them, and the other four are going to leave the following year to go to a Florida State or a North Carolina or a Michigan because they're going to follow the money, but they have to play. I mean, realistically speaking, aren't those all the teams that we're going to see on, on a regular basis anyway? Yeah, absolutely they are. They are, with, at, this, they are with, at this point. With, when it all boils down to when it's all said and done, it's always going to be the bigger schools that win national championships and make the Final Four or whatever. But that's why I'm so happy that this is going to happen because ultimately it's going to lead to an expanded playoff with probably 16 teams or whatever it may be. May not may not be that many, but it, it may be. Um, As of right now, that's there what, is to me. That's sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, As, no, no. Go, go, go ahead. As of right now, there is no playoff agreement for twenty twenty four season. Not even the four teams. 
They have nothing in place right now. And the article I read today says they don't know what to do because they don't know what to prepare for. Are we going to have two conferences? Are we going to have no, you know what I mean? No Pac-10? Uh, what, what's going right. to happen? What's gonna, they, they have no idea what to do. Um, do we go back to the national ranking system? Who, who, who the fuck knows? What ESPN did for these colleges in the early 90s by giving them the exposure, NIL has legitimately now taken away because we are now back to seeing when you grew up as a kid, you were in Michigan. I was in Florida, obviously. The games that you saw on CBS and ABC on the weekends were Michigan, USC, Alabama, Texas, Oklahoma, Nebraska, the powerhouses. ESPN right. showed up, and now you got to watch 50 football games a weekend. Now we're going to go back to Alabama, Michigan, Ohio State, USC, because those are the teams that have the money. Um, so we're going. We're kind of killing the smaller schools. We're, there needs to be. I, there needs to be a limit. I'm okay with the NIL, but there's no reason that a kid that's 18 should be making five and a half million dollars a year. How about we say, hey, you're allowed to make half a mil. That's the cap. Or how or, about this solution? You take okay. Now we you say between the Big Ten and the SEC, there's probably going to be 40 teams. Yeah, eventually. It, within reason, I mean, give or take a few, right? Yeah. Then you've got um, who knows what's going to happen with the Big Twelve or the Pac Twelve. I think the Pac Twelve is just going to dissolve almost. Um, you take, I what do they call that? The Power Five conference or yep. the, or the, the the power? You you rename those big conferences to. I know they have Division One A, Division One AA. Like you put that in its own category own division they play for their national championship then you have the other one the mac the mac the the mountain west like you're you're north dakota state you're you know what i mean like all the division all the division one conferences that are not called the (coughs) quotes power five yeah because the aac and the southwest uh the 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 miac and the the mid mid athlete mid-american athletic those guys because, like you said, the chances of seeing a Boise State upset Oklahoma anymore is rare. It, it's just not going to happen. Let the top schools fight each other out for a national championship. Let the lower tier, because that's what they are, a lower tier, your Cincinnati's and those other schools like that, play for their national championship. I don't know how you fairly divide it up. I'm, I'm just throwing that out there. as a th- This is how you could fix that. I mean, people can bitch and moan about all all they want, but how real it, we just saw is Cincinnati going to beat Alabama? No. no, they may hang around for a half. I mean, you, you may be impressive and hang around for a half, which some schools do with Alabama, but then by the third and fourth quarter, it's donezo. I um, this may be controversial, but this is what I think they should do. Oh, hot take alert! Just put a salary cap out there. <sighs> That you'll never see that for obvious reasons. But. No, I know, I know, but 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 so so essentially, what you could have right now is you could have a booster of a college football team like the okay. So the perfect example is I'm, I'm not shitting on them because I don't like them, but this is the one that I know a lot about. One of the boosters uh, grads of the of Miami Hurricanes owns the largest string of karate dojos in the southeast United States. So he, okay. he told anybody that comes to play at the University of Miami, 
you you will have an NIL agreement because I will put you in my commercials and I will pay you to be in my commercials. Okay? Now, I don't have a problem with that. But okay. now at this point, he could legitimately tell anybody who wants to play college football that you could come to Miami. So you could say you're going to be in TV and commercials. He could have the top three wide receivers, the top five offensive linemen, the top two running backs, the top quarterback. But they would have to say, well, I may be on a winning team that wants to run run through everybody, but I'm only allowed to make so much money because there's only so much money left. There's no there's no funny business that you can work with the cap. If you pay a quarterback five million for the NIL and he blows his knee out, it's still five million because you can't go out and sign in the middle of the season and say, "Look, you have sixty million dollars." Because then, when you get a guy like this kid that goes to Alabama, Bryce Young, who's worth eleven million dollars the second he signs, well, guess what? Now you only have forty nine million you can pay. Right. You got to you got to yeah, spread out because what it's going to do is it's going to it's going to kill colleges like Cincinnati. Um, the smaller the UCF, those type of colleges, because now nobody's going to want to watch them play on TV. The reason that we wanted to watch Cincinnati play last year was because they were good. They were competitive. But why would you watch Cincinnati play now when you know that it's ultimately going to end up being just pick four teams from the SEC? Because they have a, let's just say, Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee, Ole Miss. Boom. Why would yeah. we? Why would we bother? Because I can tell you what, nobody watches Jacksonville play Houston when it's a Thursday night game on in, in the NFL. That's a fair point. You know, so I mean, I mean, you you got to have some fantasy people in that game, or you got to be fucking bored to watch that game the last couple of years. So I don't know. I mean, it's not going to change. Uh, that, like you said, the purists can bitch about it all they want. It's here. Have to embrace it. It's so new, and it's so different. They don't know what to do. They have no idea how yeah, to fix it. It's um. I do like the fact that it's it's heading the. I don't hate the fact that it's heading the way that it's heading, um, because I think ultimately it's going to make games more fun to watch, um, because of the conference alignments. Like I said. I'm going to get to see USC and Michigan now on a regular basis, somewhat oh, regular. That's awesome. I think that's great. Matchups alone make this super exciting. It does. Um, and honestly, if it leads to a bigger playoff, that's what we all want to see anyway. It is. I mean, the, I, the college purists can bitch all they want, but what happens at the end of every college football season? We bitch because certain teams didn't get a shot that deserved it with one loss or two losses. Yeah. They had two Overtime, one-point losses to a top-two team. Um, I expand the playoff. Make it fun because everyone loves the NFL playoffs because why? They're playoffs. Yeah. Well, Four teams thing- has never been enough. It was a great start, but I would love to see this. Ex- I always thought eight was the right number, but now that what's happened with these conferences, honestly, 10, 12, 14 maybe would I, be. I can see a larger field, a larger seeded field. The biggest, my biggest problem is, is that I think that if you go too many teams in college, the thing about the NFL is, even if a team shows up in the NFL and they're seven and nine and they won their division, they're still like competitive. NFC East, yeah, they they can still like they're in the game, you know. Like, let's be honest, as good as Cincinnati was last year, that game against Alabama, it wasn't even worth watching. You know what I mean? Right. But, After the first quarter. But not to be mean, 
the game with Michigan and and Georgia wasn't worth watching after the first quarter either. It was it was right. all, but so when you get that many more games, how many of those games are actually going to be good? And I don't think they know. I I don't think anybody knows because I will say that this NIL deal I think will prevent that from happening. You're going to see more competitive teams now because now let's face it. The SEC has been paying players for a long time. They just get to do it legally now. Yeah. But now, so do all the teams up north. But what's going to happen is you're going to see more teams, but you're going to see more teams from the same conference. You, you, you'll legitimately yeah. see, let's say you have a 10-team playoff, you're probably going to have five teams from the SEC and five teams from the Big Ten. The only, the only downside is, is it's going to be significantly harder to win that championship because now with Michigan – Let's say in a typical Big Ten season, you only had to navigate your way through Sparty and Ohio State. Now you got to get through USC, UCLA, Sparty, Ohio State, Penn State. Um, you know who else are they? Let's say they bring in Notre Dame. Let's say they bring in uh, Oregon. That's fuck God, Notre Dame. I mean, no, I don't want. Well, I don't, like. I'm with Nick. I only want Notre Dame there for one reason, so I can see him get the shit kicked out of him by a real schedule. But hell, the SEC shit kicked. Look at the SEC. Let Let's just talk about what happens in three years. Let's Let's say this. Let's say this proposal that we talked about today happens. So in the SEC, here are your teams. And I know I know that Florida State's been down. I get it, but they're still a juggernaut in college football. They've had a bad couple years. Alabama, Georgia, Florida, LSU, Miami, Clemson, Florida State, Texas, Oklahoma. Tennessee is on the way back. There's there's ten teams right there, so your ten game schedule is legitimately every week against a team that could be a national champion. And I know I miss some. A and M, Texas. To, there's Texas A and M. To to piggyback your point too, you don't want the playoff to get so big to like twenty teams that it dilutes the regular season because those games still need to be meaningful. Exactly. But at the same time, you know, like in 06, when Michigan and Ohio State were the one and two teams in the nation, and they played till a, a I can't. It was like a three or four point game yeah. down to the last second. There's no excuse, and that's that when Urban that. Meyer was bitching. Well, there shouldn't be rematches. There shouldn't be rematches. Um, teams like that that play those games late in the year shouldn't get penalized. To yeah, you lost the game, but it's still it's like you can justify that team making an eight team playoff. I agree. Or a especially team if that or was only your for sure. Especially if that was your only loss in the year or a two loss. Team. Well, there's no excuse that that Ohio State Michigan game was not a replay anyway, because a couple years earlier, Ohio Florida State went in and beat Ohio, uh, Florida in the final game of the season, and they decided to go ahead and make that the national championship game because they basically wanted to give Florida another shot for guess who, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. Yeah. Yeah. So there for him to Weasel. bitch about that. He well he's a. Dude, we all know that he's a pile of shit. Bang, bang, dual guns out. He he's fucking garbage. But you can't you can't get the national championship. Excuse me. You can't get the national championship that way one year, and then the, and then a couple years later, go well. That's not fair. So. Right. Yeah, it'll be um interesting <laughs> to see, and that. I mean, uh, the Big Ten. I think that starts next year in 2024. So we'll. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out, but I think it's going to make for some awesome matchups that it we wouldn't get to see on a regular basis. It's not next season. It's the following season. 
We have the 2022 right, season and then 23 season to play, and then 24 is the season they start, yes. But still, right. that's when they're talking about the SEC stuff happening as well. So we'll see. I mean, um, yeah, a lot of TV money, a lot of TV money involved. And if, and if those four teams leave the ACC, the ACC might as well just disband. I mean, I, I yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's I know there's a lot of college football teams out there, but who can you take justifiably and put them in a conference like that to still make it worth a damn? But the rest of the ACC is baseball and, and basketball. You know, if Correct. you lose if you lose Florida State, Miami, Clemson, and um, and and North Carolina, it's devastating. You've got what do you have left? Duke, Wake Forest, um. Uh, Vanderbilt, no Vanderbilt's SEC. It's bad. Um, Virginia, uh, it's it's bad. It's really bad. And you, how was Vanderbilt an SEC team? Has Vanderbilt ever won a damn thing? Um, there you go. Moving on. Probably not. No, the Vanderbilt answer is no. Greg. Vanderbilt is probably Vander Vanderbilt's probably just there simply because they were there at the beginning. And because Vanderbilt should be a Mac team. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I said it. Mac. That's not even up. Big Twelve. No, no. Well, no. No. They're a step up for Vanderbilt or for Mac twelve for Big Twelve because Vanderbilt actually does play defense. Fair enough. So yeah. All um, right. The last month of the year with no football. Just remember that. I'm stoked. I'm ready. I think training camps for the NFL kick off in three weeks. Yep. And um, weeks away. I'm ready to go. There are games of football being played next month. Yep. College football for sure. And this you know what that means? What's that mean? Hockey's right around the corner. That's right. October I 23rd, it. I think, is the uh, I believe so, yes. first puck. Yep. Yeah, yep. See, I know what I'm Looking talking forward about. to it. You got it. All right, fellas. Well, you got you got a bonus phone call that we didn't expect, Phil Eddie. Um, you got a. I, I meant I meant to say it a lot more, but I got passionate about what I was talking about there. Um, next week will probably be our. Uh, next week will. <laughs> next week will be actually fun because I will have I'm a sorry. full review of Hollywood Studios Star Wars stuff. When I go to Disney next Wednesday with Dylan. Oh, dope. So I will have a full review of that next week, which will be after Wednesday, because that's when we go is Wednesday. All right. Well, then. <laughs> so uh, I want to I save it for after that, because I want to um, just detail the whole thing. Perfect. I love that idea. For sure. All right, man. All right. Get the hell out of here. Yes, sir. Enjoy what you're going to do, Returnal. And uh, all you clowns, have a good weekend. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate you. Be safe. Have a wonderful life. You too. And don't be a dick. Give me the urban. Go Wings. (laughs) That's going to be hard. (laughs) Let me tell you something about this monstrous Leviathan. Hand goes up. Please don't tell me that he's going to ask. Just wait. When does he kill the vampires? How you feel about that, Ash? I could not care less. I think we're just going to have to clockwork orange your ass.
All right. Wow, that's a good one. Thanks for bringing the room down, Richard. That sounds good. I was literally I can smell the freedom. He always buries something. Here's the precursor to this story. When I first it's like met a cat Nick. in a litter box. <laughs> All right. Good one. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. You know, whatever. And now I have a son in that same infantry. Literally. And it's it's just it's amazing to me.